all you positive heads out there. Thanks for tuning your beautiful brainwaves into another episode of the Positive Head Podcast, where we are firmly convinced that creating success and happiness is rooted in understanding the ultimate nature of reality and the fact that as human beings, we are all immensely powerful fractals of the one and only source consciousness, which creates and animates all things. Now, of course, understanding this powerful truth is one thing. Applying this incredibly empowering wisdom to everyday life? Well, that's another. Which is exactly why we provide you with a fresh serving of soul food for thought five days a week to help constantly remind you of what matters most. You are it. And I'm your host, Brandon Beecham. I'm the reflection and extension of you who will be here each Wednesday interviewing a different consciousness changemaker and on the other four weekdays, leading the way to ensure that your perspective is consistently expanded, your vibration is constantly elevated, and your heart is overflowing and full. Also, this episode of the Positive Head Podcast is being brought to you thanks to the support of Gaia. If you're not familiar, Gaia is the go-to source for streaming consciousness content online, and you can sign up for your first month for only 99 cents at gaia.com forward slash positive head. That's spelled G-A-I-A dot com forward slash positive head. Check it out. All right, all you positive heads, welcome back to another episode. Here we go again. It is a magical Monday. Magical, magical, very magical around here. I'm actually holding a magic wand that my friend Tyler made. He makes these little wands and uh, they're great. They're kind of like my fidget spinner. It's got two crystals on each end and copper wrapped like long, you know, maybe, I don't know, six inches long or so. So yeah, you guys can get the visual of me fidget spinning my magic wand as I weave the web of this podcast on this fine day. Hope you guys are magical as well, wherever, whenever you are listening, tuning in. You may be listening and it might be the year 2053. Who knows? And uh, you're like, man, this guy just called it all those years ago in 2018. See, maybe I even just like created, I co-created it by just just uh, putting that out there. So someone in 2053 is going to hear this episode and be like, whoa, very trippy. And uh, not only that, let's just say, let's go further down this rabbit hole, shall we? Um, let's say this message, of course, is very, very meant for that person. So um, yeah, what a fun thing. What a fun thing. Maybe if I'm still in physical, let's see, how far is that from now? That's 40 years, 45 years. Yeah, I should be around. Um, although, maybe maybe not. If I'm not, then I'll, I'll be looking in, um, laughing about uh, how I called it all those years in advance. And, uh, of course, this message will be very pertinent to that person's ears, obviously, what I'm going to talk about today. Um, for that matter, it's pertinent to your ears, which is why you're tuning in, right? Anything that's coming across your plate is always uh, a messenger. Ram Dass said, uh, when you know how to listen, everybody is the guru. And it's kind of the same principle as that, right? When you realize that everything that's coming across your plate is for you, everything that you're tuning into or bumping against, whether intentionally or unintentionally, um, from you know conscious choice perspective, it is always somehow reflecting back and bringing you a message that is very pertinent to you, bringing you some bit of information to lead you to the next step in your journey. And really, that's all you ever need to know. 
You don't need to know the full journey. You don't need to have so many people are trying to figure out every step. What am I going to do next week, next month, next year, 10 years from now? Really, the, the way to live in the flow is to be uh, dealing with what's coming up now, tuning in. How does this make me feel? What information is this giving me uh, in regards to where I should go next? Yeah, you can do some planning and set some expectations as long as you are not attached to those expectations, certainly. But um, it's certainly easier to get more in the flow of each moment and then trying to figure out every little thing. And of course, I've been talking about that a lot lately and I'll continue to talk about it because it's so pertinent in my own life um, as things are shown to me. Oh, this show I've talked about doing, how should that unfold? What's the next step? Oh, new information, new information. This, I'm feeling this, I'm getting told this. Um, you know, this this uh, idea is coming to me in synchronistic ways and you just kind of follow the breadcrumbs and it makes your life so much more of an adventure than always trying to like just logically think through everything all the time. And that's really, for me, I've always been so cerebral in my head um, a lot of the time and learning how to move more into the heart and into the flow. So yeah. All right. Apparently uh, magical Monday is off to a good start. I need to keep, uh, keep uh, wielding my little wand here. Apparently. <laughs> all right. I'm going to move on to a review on iTunes. Uh, you guys know, I love my iTunes reviews. They not only help us to reach new people, but definitely fuel my fire to continue this labor of love. So please, um, you know, do so review on iTunes if you haven't already. Um, or if you're not on iTunes, that's okay too. You can still get on there and review or even just share the show with friends and family. That's a huge way that you can support. And uh, I think by gamifying that, I've, I've recommended to you guys, get them to choose an episode. You know, say pick a number between one and 645, I think we're up to now. Okay, great. Here's an episode. You just chose number 312. Here you go. This is one that you're meant to listen to. And uh, see what... Uh, you know, engage them in that way. And that's a good way to kind of share with people that you think will benefit from the show that may not otherwise tune in. If you kind of gamify things, I feel like it's more playful, the more childlike we can, we can appeal to people's inner child, the, the more we can reach them, right? That's where all the, the goodness is. Lest you become like a child, you can't enter the kingdom of heaven. All right. So <laughs> this review came in by... Uh, only what I can, and it says aligning and refining. Dear Brandon and crew, guests, Peahead family, I don't write iTunes reviews, and I couldn't even remember my Apple ID. So even getting to this box is an indication of my great appreciation for you and what you're doing. I'm someone who's been engaging in consciousness content for many years, and I feel very connected to spirit in the universe. But right now, my life can be very spiritually isolated from other humans plugged into this path. I teach at the college level and run an arts and education nonprofit pro bono as a labor of love. In addition to my own creative practices, chronic illness, and family, my life is dedicated to teaching, serving, connecting, and I've never felt more plugged into spirit than I do now. But few of the people in my current orbit are also resonating on this frequency, which can leave me depleted, feeling isolated, and sad. Your podcast, which I've been subscribed to for years, but really only started listening to in a dedicated way these past few months, has been a lifesaver. I almost wrote lightsaber, which feels appropriate. <laughs> when your voice and those of your guests, today's listener, Sarah Wu, Wu, 
with an exclamation. <laughs> Sarah, woo, woo. Sarah, woo, woo. Fills my space and my spirit. It's impossible for me to feel alone. You're really doing a beautiful service for us humans, complex and magical creatures that we are. It's lifted me up more of these days than I can say. I've listened to certain episodes three or four times, and there's always more to learn. Thank you, thank you, thank you so, so, so much. Oh. Well, thank you, Only What I Can, for reviewing, and I think uh, it's it's good timing on this episode because um, I'm going to talk about illness today and chronic illness, and that's the question, so um, perhaps it is in alignment that I read your review today. And uh, yeah, for those of you who haven't reviewed, please take the time to do so, and definitely appreciate that. Okay, so moving along. One of the questions that came in today by Fola on the Positive Heads Facebook group, which, by the way, if you're not in there, you're missing out. Join. Come join us. Positive Heads with an S. Um, It's a private group where you can share, connect with other listeners, open up with personal questions you may not want the rest of the world to, you know, be privy to. And, um, yeah, you can ask me questions, which I love to get and sometimes answer on the show if, uh, you know, if I get around to it, if it's in alignment, etc., This one came this morning as I was preparing, so I was like, oh, good timing, I'll address this. Ola was asking uh, my top 10 favorite books. Within 30 minutes of that, um, another listener, lovely listener in the group, Avery, wrote me and said, hey, what are some book recommendations? So I just love it when things align and it's obvious things that I'm supposed to talk about on a certain show. It's like these shows really write themselves. Even the review talking about chronic illness and what do you know? I didn't know that was going to be in that review. And that's this the subject today. So obviously energetically tied to this particular reviewer, right? Um, even though it came as a question from someone else. These threads of connectivity are so powerful when you start paying attention to them, even in your own life, and you start to see all these dots connecting. But um, yeah, so top 10 favorite books. Well, right off the bat, I can give you the Conversations with God series, which is, I believe, now 10 books. Uh, A new one recently came out. They're over 20 years, Neil Donald Walsh, uh, maybe more than 20 years, I don't know, something like that, has written these books, um, Conversations with God, and I love, love, love them. They're so powerful. You know, this guy was homeless and writing questions to God, started receiving answers, supposedly, you know, so it's his communication with God, back and forth questions. Now, you know, some people would really doubt the validity of that. I understand that as well. Um, I'm very unconcerned with people who claim to channel or connect with entities, especially, you know, much less God, right? Um, I, I don't care because I believe we're all God. It's all like coming through. He is, you know, Neil is an, a, a fractal of source consciousness. So for him to tap into really what's ultimately his higher self from my perspective, that makes sense as a possibility. I think we all have the opportunity to conversate with God. Um, and um, so, even less important than, you know, or more important rather than that whole idea is what is the information? What is the content of the, the dialogue? And the dialogue, as it's called uh, an uncommon dialogue, it is that. It is uh, uncommon but powerful and profound, and I just love those books. And especially early on in my journey, they really, you know, were, were helpful. So I highly recommend those books to anyone. Um Some of the other books that I would recommend, um, another early book that I read that's fictional, but also based off of a lot of real principles surrounding energy and what the future holds and how we'll work together collaboratively in groups and things like that is um, Celestine Prophecy. Uh, 
I uh, loved that book. And then the 10th Insight was uh, an add-on after that. Um, there's a couple in that series. Very, very good. A um, lot of one of those books you don't want to put down. Oneness, of course, um, by Rasha. Um, that's one I've been reading on the show. Uh, I view that as the sort of the guidebook, the handbook for Ascension. Uh, I love that book very, very much. You can even listen to, you know, go search oneness on uh, positivehead.com in the archive and you can pull up all the chapters I've read if you want to hear it read to you. Um, and I haven't read the whole thing yet, but we're probably halfway through. There's 44 chapters. I bet I've run, read 20 of them so far because you don't really need to read it in order. But um, Return of the Bird Tribes, that's another one um, that uh, Eric actually read a chapter for one uh, recently. That's an amazing book, supposedly channeled book as well. Uh, absolutely love. Um, Neil Donald Walsh also wrote a book called uh, The Little Soul in the Sun, which uh, I say sometimes is my favorite book. It's written for children, but really it's for everybody. And it's such a digestible way to understand what's going on here in 3D reality. So especially if you have children, get The Little Soul in the Sun. Um and read that to them and yourself since you're uh, a child too. We all have the inner child. I often say and have said even in the last 24 hours, I'm the poster adult for childhood. So uh, yeah, get that book. And then The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. That's another really, really powerful book. Helps you understand ego consciousness and living you know, in the only moment that exists, the now. So yeah, there's some recommendations. That's actually more than 10 books if you take you know the series that uh, I, I named and everything. But those are some that I would recommend, highly recommend all of them, you guys. And I uh, hope that helps to address the questions and uh, gives you some, some good reading. All right, moving right along. I have a question here that came in from Stephanie. And... Uh, I'm going to just take some bits and pieces of it because what you wrote was kind of long and uh, but but the question part is not that much. And Stephanie wrote, I am on some heavy medication that has turned my life around. Also being sober, I'm not on maximum doses of any of them and don't ever want to be. I find myself trying to meditate every day wherever I am and I find some success. But I'm wondering about your thoughts and anyone's thoughts if antipsychotics, antidepressants block you from experiencing true meditation or sense of Zen, do they keep you from becoming fully aware of what source energy is trying to do for you or you for it? Do they block you from becoming fully one with yourself in the universe? It's something that I've been wondering for a while. I feel great, but if there's more, I want that too. Thanks for reading. If you did, I'm pretty sure you did because I know it was long. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, and then that was written a while back. And this is kind of interesting because Stephanie wrote me and said earlier today, Hey, Brandon, hope you're well. I'm a bit upset you haven't addressed my question on the podcast. If you have, I missed it. But also, if you're not feeling it, I completely understand. Have an awesome day. So this is great. This gets back to what I touched on a little bit earlier. Um, or did I touch on it actually on this podcast or was I talking to someone else? I can't remember. Um, I can't remember what I say when, where, or how. I just know it's in my brain. Um, but uh, if I didn't say it already, I'm going to say it now. Expe it's okay to have, um, you know, obviously things that we want in this life, but expectation is where we really sort of um, miss the mark, if you will. You know, um, getting upset uh, because I didn't address the question Um you know, that's a choice that you're making, right? So, 
you reached out to me and of course I have a lot of people reaching out to me and there are a lot of people's questions I've never gotten to and never will. Honestly, they've been, they're probably lost in time because you know, even in, in general, I have more and more people reaching out to me and interacting with me and it's a lot, it's a lot to juggle, you know? And, um, so, uh, you know, letting that upset you is it's a great lesson by the way. And this is no judgment in this. I I'm just, you know, I want there to be growth from everything that we do. And if you can understand that, Whatever you do, it, having um, a sense of detachment from it is very, very key. I certainly wasn't ignoring it on purpose or anything like that. And then, and then when you know Stephanie wrote me today, I'm like, oh, perfect. I'm going to actually address this today and address this idea of getting upset about it, right? Because um, nothing's worth that, right? It's and uh, so probably part of the reason I didn't get to it was so we could deal with you being upset and if you let things what other people do or don't do dictate how you feel you are now sort of a puppet on a string right instead of a a proactive being you're a reactive being and that is a big big difference uh we're all working on becoming proactive beings you choose how you're going to feel not based off external circumstances because if you're doing that you you're you're screwed right because if this happens i'm happy if this happens i'm sad if this person does this if they react this way you know and you never know what you're going to get and so you know i would recommend um really uh tuning into that for stephanie and all of us uh let it's okay to have desired outcomes obviously stephanie took a lot of time and energy to write me uh and uh she had an uh hope and an expectation that i would respond i had not um but up until this point anyway um let it go don't you know you don't need anything from anyone to be you're a completely self-sufficient being if i'm meant to address it i'll address it if you're meant to get an answer from me you will if you're meant to find it elsewhere you will if you're you know it it, it you always just are ah this is what's happening perfect oh great this is happening all right you know and that's really the way you got to approach everything you don't need anything from anyone or anything otherwise you're disempowered you're giving me power to uh determine your peace right and you don't want that um from you don't want to give that power to anyone that's yours being at peace is the most important decision you can make um all right that being said let's address this question um and uh, talk a little bit about uh, this whole idea. You know, as far as taking medicine, is it good? Is it bad? Um, yes. <laughs> it's all things uh, depending on who and what and how it's being used. There are, you know, you get this conversation a lot with psychedelics, right? A lot of people use them as a tool for awakening and opening their third eye and having spiritual experience. And it's very, very positive. You have other people who then start abusing those very substances and it can turn into something not as positive anymore so it's really all based about the person you know um it, you know what do you feel is the question what are you feeling i mean you know it's all if you you're getting some you know saying the medication has turned your life around then you're getting some real benefit from that right um and uh, there is no i don't believe any definitive answer as to um you know, one way or another, uh, what, what the answer is, um, can medicines, I, is there ever scenarios where medicines are blocking people from their potential? I think most would agree with that, right? A lot of people, it's like, it's tuning them out. It's, it's numbing them to feeling it's putting a bandaid on, you know, the problem instead of getting to the root problem. 
I'm of the belief, and I'm no doctor, and I'm not giving medical advice, but I will give my opinion, and that is that you know I believe all illness quote unquote, is um, there is some emotional uh, root to it. There is, by doing self-work, I think all things are possible. Anything can be overcome. Anything can be healed where you don't need the um, the Band-Aid anymore. You, you're not, you don't need to put something on the, the, the wound and just keep redressing the wound because you actually go to the source and heal the wound, right? And that's the thing about Western medicine. A lot of it is not doing that. It's, it's a Band-Aid. Give me the quick fix. Let me just numb it, numb it. And then you take the medicine forever, which of course is good for the, the pharmaceutical companies, right? Um, because you keep paying them. Um, and uh, meanwhile, you know, I think broccoli can cure 95% of what's out there. In my opinion, it's, you know, it's like um, doing, you know, and I say that jokingly, but really get, you know, your what's your diet, what's your vibrational diet, food wise, uh, meditation wise, yoga wise, what are you doing with your time and energy? Uh, I believe the body will self correct a lot of times. And of course, but if we get told stories from childhood that we're broken, we have this, you know, we're mentally ill, we're whatever. And then we, we take that, we take that information and say yes that's true well guess what <laughs> uh abracadabra as i speak i create so it's a it's a very interesting uh, topic and it's a slippery slope in some ways um but you know if you're feeling benefit from it stephanie and you you know listen to your you are your own inner guide what are what are you 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 know it's a very unique journey you have so there is no blanket answer w- what does it feel like for you Right. Um, I would challenge you to consider the idea that you can heal yourself of all things, you know. Um, And uh, actually, I would like to um, I would like to actually play a clip here uh, that talks about this very thing. Uh, And this is um, Abraham Hicks. I haven't played Abraham in a minute. And I found it on the Mary Verdan YouTube page. And it's titled Using Medication for Chronic Illness. Um, And let's just, uh, let's hear Abraham's perspective on this. Uh, The other day we talked about a little bit about medications and allergies and things like that, not to belabor that to death. But someone who is on a chronic, I'm sorry, someone who is taking a medication for a chronic illness, I'd like to know what you feel about that. Well, there, there is a variable, a, a lot of variables about that. Generally speaking, we say that when you deal with your manifestation through action, rather than getting to the vibrational heart of it, not very much changes for you. And that's why medications are often long, 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 long ongoing experiences. Also, because of the physical nature of your apparatus, when you introduce something to the cells of your body, they are brilliant, genius masters at assimilating and compensating for whatever you have given them. And so... As the cells adjust to the medication or whatever it is, then they, they ask for more of it. In other words, their adjustment sort of perpetuates an asking which to the physical body feels like a craving. And that's why 
the dosage of medication often has to continue to increase in order to get any actual result. And so in the long run, it is not a beneficial experience. However, now that's the general understanding. Anything that can bring you to a place of more relief will put you in a place that it is more logically likely that you could find vibrational alignment. So we would put it to you this way. Medication without an understanding or an effort at coming into alignment just leads to more and more and more of that. Medication with an understanding that first and foremost is my vibrational work and the medication is augmenting my vibrational work and in time my vibrational work will be so significant that the medication will not be required. That is the way that we would play it. In other words, we never meet someone who is benefiting by the relief of some medication and say to them you'd be better off without it because in most cases they wouldn't be better off without it initially because it would set them into a tailspin it would upend them and upend them in terms of the balance that they had found and it would actually be harder for them to get into the vortex but we would not replace getting into the vortex with anything not meditation, not surgery, not buying one more thing and bringing it home, not seeking approval from others. In other words, people are looking for love and alignment and well-being in all the wrong places. And medication is one of those very wrong places. Okay. So, um, a type 1 diabetic who is not... A type 1 diabetic got there because of vibrational habits mm -hmm. and can only really... Re Re return to wellness by a shifting of that vibration, a replacing of that vibration with something else. We cut you off right in the middle of a sentence. Well, I just wanted to know if being in the vortex and being in alignment with being a diabetic or taking, um, you know, sorry, I'm not as articulate as you. That's why you're over there and I'm here. <laughs> um, you're doing extremely well. So, I just want to know if the medication that the diabetic myself is taking, if it is hindering communication between cells, if that equals... Sometimes medication does, but, it, but that's, that's not the big issue. And so the answer to that is no in the way that you're asking. In other words, it's not that it... It's not that taking the medication hinders communication. It's that people do it instead. In other words, they look for a physical cure instead of a vibrational alignment. It's a rare one. You are a rare bunch that you're willing to come together and listen hour after hour about tuning vibration. Most people say, show it to me, give it to me, present it to me. In other words, cut it off or cut it out or, or give me something to eat or drink or, or shoot into my body. In other words, give me a behavior that will give me the remedy. It is a very rare person who understands the vibrational nature of their being. But when you do understand the vibrational nature of your being, then there is no physical condition or any condition that you cannot find full recovery from. No exception. And that's not considered croaking. Say again? And that's not considered croaking to die. 
croaking. Well, that's, that's a very good definition to evoke from us. We are not saying return to the vortex because you leave your physical apparatus behind. We are, we are talking about coming, staying in your body, coming into full alignment with the energy that is you. And in that steady, chronic resonance with well-being, anything that does not match that well-being must fall away from you. Must fall away from you and leave you standing, fully functioning, healthily thriving in your physical apparatus. Got it. So just take it easy. That's the most important thing. In other words, we're, we, we don't want you to ever hear these words and then set out to prove them. We, we want to proceed in the way that we've been talking about today to reach for the resonance because it feels good. In other words, feel the distinction between saying, I will go to my vortex because there is a promise of healing in the vortex and, and there's a big difference between that and saying, I go to the vortex because it feels good good to me and it's natural to who I am and oh by the way there's the byproduct of healing some it's that lack thing that we talked about yesterday a little bit that when you say I'll do the work in order to to fix this unwanted thing then the unwanted thing is so active that you can't get into the vortex but when you go to the vortex with only one ulterior interior core motive when you go to the vortex for only one motive and that is alignment you you go for the joyous interaction and at oneness that is there then the byproduct is the money you want comes and the lovers you want come and the physical well-being that you want come and the clarity comes and the stamina comes and the fun comes and the, in, in the, the intuition comes, the, the, the love of life comes, the thrill of being a deliberate creator comes. All of that comes when, when your reason for going is it's the most natural thing in the world. It's who I am. It's where I belong. And nothing less than that, I am not... I'm unwilling to tolerate less than full alignment. That's really what we want to bring you to the place of. Nothing's worth being out of the vortex. But these are just words, except for that time you're on the train and you were completely in the vortex feeling the fullness of who you are, you see. You get what we're talking mm -hmm. about? Mm -hmm. So I feel that you're saying, go for the foreplay, not for the orgasm. <laughs> that is exactly what we were saying. So yeah, as always, Abraham has some really great things for us to ponder and consider here. You know, medicine, the medicine isn't even really part of the answer, as you can see, right? It's like, you know, like I said earlier, you know, uh, abracadabra, belief is a thought you keep thinking. Um, your your habit of thought, a lot of times, basically what it means, I've heard her say before, your habit of thought is offering a vibration that is different than the desire you are summoning. So there's this tug of war. And every illness is basically summoning energy you don't want, right? And so that's things that were, were pe you know, people were here working out. And, um, you know, when you deal with your the, the main crux of her message is when you deal with your manifestations through action rather than vibe you know uh, than than getting to the vibrational heart of it, not much changes. Right? You keep putting the band aid on. You keep putting the band aid on. Um, 
Medication without an understanding about alignment equals more medication. Medication with an understanding about alignment is the path for a lot of people to ultimately get off of, you know, medication. Um, and, you know, like she said, don't replace getting into the vortex with anything, meditation or medication or, you know, any type of act. Getting to that state where you are feeling good, feeling whole, vibrating, dancing with that energy, playing with the idea that you are the able to heal yourself. You know, a lot of people who are incredible healers, basically what they say is, I don't do anything. I create the container for people to heal themselves. Um, you know, most people out there are looking for a physical cure or band-aid instead of a vibrational alignment. You listening here are learning that getting into vibrational alignment is the number one thing that you can do. Um, and so understanding that, what are things that put you into that state of feeling connected? And, you know, uh, to go back to 70s question earlier, if you're feeling connected um, in any way, shape or form at any time, you're in the vortex. And so you're there. Right. And if you're not, then this is you, you being out of alignment. And it's, it's the number one thing that you can you can focus on. You know, uh, the woman talked about type one diabetes, which is, you know, kind of chronic, like the worst form that I guess comes a lot of times in childhood. You know, uh, what Abraham says here is, hey, there's no physical condition that you cannot find full recovery from. I would recommend people going and start reading the miraculous recovery stories out there. People who are supposed to die and all of a sudden completely heal. Terminal illness. Things, there are so many stories of people, you know, we're told, oh, you've got this particular disease and this is the way it works except for all the stories I'm not telling you about people who freaking miraculously recovered out of nowhere. So start feeding yourself with that energy, reading some of that. You I mean, you can go to um, the, the archives on positivehead.com, search healing uh, and see all, you know, there's stories in there. I've had guests, I can't remember names off the top of my head where there's miraculous stories. I think one guy, it seems like I recall a book where it was just miraculous stories of healing. Start flooding that stuff in your consciousness, you know, instead of uh, what's being fed, spoon fed to you out there about how this stuff works. Because the truth is, science, the, if we had a nickel for every time a doctor said, I have no idea how you just miraculously healed, but congratulations, um, we'd all be very rich if we got to s- split that pool of money, right? But they're not advertising that on the news. What are they advertising? They're advertising drug commercials. So, you know, um, start, if you have any, if you're anyone who has, uh, who is struggling with this sort of stuff, any type of illness, you know, I've told the story my whole life. I don't believe in getting sick and guys that abracadabra. I mean, literally I can barely remember the times I've been sick. I haven't been in a hospital since the day I was born. I've given so much energy to that idea. It's uh, manifested itself for me. So anyone can do that. Right. And, um, I understand some of you may have more challenging spaces to come from to get to that place. But once again, there are people who've been on their deathbed. It's worse than you. No hope, according to the doctors. And next thing you know, in some cases, they have spiritual experiences, angelic entities, all kinds of wild things who say, okay, you're now healed. And then next thing you know, they come out of the coma and they're healed. And the doctor's shaking his, scratching his head and says, okay, I only know so much. So congratulations, go enjoy your life. (laughs) Surprise families, the person's not about to die. So, you know, and, and one of the most important things here, reach for that resonance, getting into vibration with feeling 
I am healing. I am one with the source. I am love. I am abundant. Even if I have challenges in my life right now, I love those. I accept those. Uh, reach for the resonance because it feels good. It's natural to who you are. Then byproduct is healing. Same thing with uh, financial abundance. Get into the vortex, any kind of things that you want. These, these results are a byproduct of you being in the flow aligned with how your higher self sees and views the world, how, how your higher self feels. And then the natural byproducts come, the healings, the financial abundance, the relationship, the, you know, whatever it is that you're seeking. Don't do the work to fix the thing. Go for the joyous alignment instead. Nothing works when you're out of the vortex. Everything works when you're in the vortex. Um, and so, yeah, that's my take on it. That's my story. I'm sticking to it. Hope you guys have enjoyed today's show. I certainly have. Uh, I hope you, uh, woman listening to this and uh, woman or man listening to this and or extraterrestrial listening to this in the year 2053, hope you've enjoyed it too. <laughs> and with that being said, I have a song to leave you guys with. This is Kagan. The song is Fallen. Hope you enjoy. Till next time, journey well. Love you all. Also, if you're craving more consciousness elevating content, be sure to check out Gaia, which is my personal go-to source for streaming consciousness content on the web, where you can stream an incredible 7,000 plus exclusive videos covering 5,000 years of wisdom. As you all hear me constantly say, it's a daily conscious effort to maintain an elevated vibration. And if you're looking to journey deep down the rabbit hole to do so, then Gaia is the best place I know of to do it, period. And you can sign up for your first month for only 99 cents at Gaia.com forward slash positive head. That's spelled G-A-I-A dot com forward slash positive head. Check it out.